Are you looking for the newest and hottest in the world of pro wrestling? Then check out the amazing action on powerslam.tv, the biggest indie pro wrestling channel in the world. Get over 6,000 hours of the best events from over 150 of your favorite promotions from 20 different countries around the globe. Brands like Progress Wrestling, Evolve Wrestling, Combat Zone, Defy, PCW Ultra, PWX, Over the Top, Shine, and hundreds of others with fresh content added every day for only $5.99 per month. Get your free trial today at powerslam.tv. 10, 9, 8, 7, 6, 5, 4, 3, 2, 1. Hello again, guys. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, or good night. My name is Thomas, and welcome to another episode of the Brocast Podcast. And sitting across in his house, as always, he's my bro, and he's your bro too. Give it up for Alan. What up, everyone? It's your boy. It is I. It is he. It's me, Alan. How, Tom, how are you today, sir? Bro, I'm very good. I had a nice cup of tea before I got the iPad set up. I had a green tea, which was nice. I've got a nice little um, ceramic kettle that I can take with me when I go around. So just brew a couple of green tea bags in there and off I go to Zen Town. So, yeah. Excellent. Well, good. That's uh, It's nice to know that you're nice and zen at this time because of uh, we do love to be zen down here, especially in bloody Victoria, don't we? Yeah. yeah. Do you want to tell people again for the second week in a row? Jesus Christ, guys. Uh, the last time you heard from us, uh, we were we, we said we were in a, in, a, in a lockdown. Our lockdown ended pretty, pretty much after that show was released. And it was kind of nice, you know. We talked about it, then it was all in the past tense. But now, bang, it's not happening. You know, it stopped. And not even about two weeks later, about a week later... Someone took a big old creamy shit in the pool again, and uh, we're, we're back in lockdown again for not one, not two, not three, not four, not five, but six times. Woo! Let's yeah. go. I was thinking we could do another lockdown, but I thought we <laughs> the lockdown that we covered, the 05 one, wasn't the best one and was a bit of a cluster, as Alan said multiple times throughout this show. It's a bit of a cluster this one, Tomo. It's a bit of a cluster. Bit of a cluster, but a good time, though. I enjoyed yeah. that show, I must say. Um, the TNAs are now starting to grow on me. Uh, I am watching a bit more impact when it's on Twitch, I must say. So, again, when you're on lockdown, and you know, you can only allow out of the house maybe two hours. Or if you're in a job that sort of requires you to be there more than two hours, you just hold up that little card and say, uh-uh. Not today, Mr. Premier. Not today, Mr. Bliss. I'm allowed to be here for this uh, particular time. Don't 
don't come over here with those cuffs. Don't come here. <laughs> don't. Don't put that glove where it belongs. Don't stop it. So, yeah, um, it has been good to actually watch it. Watch wrestling. I, know, I mean, haven't been watching a lot of the wrestling lately, but I have been doing the doing the right thing. I was going to say, it seems like you've kind of slowly easing yourself back into it because there was a, I would say, what a four to five month period where you kind of just didn't watch anything from AEW very, to WWE. Yeah, very bitter. I mean, there've been a few times where I've gone back and listened to some of our previous shows and gone, hmm. That guy has a uh, a broken carrot up his ass. He should probably get over that, you know. Just <laughs> it's like when you're in the, the, you inserted the carrot and then halfway through just broke and just went, oh fuck it, I don't care. I'm just going to keep it up here now. Just a very angry man to just get over it. Well, you're yeah. back into it now, which is a great thing, Al. It, it's good to be back. It's good to return. But let's see how we go. You know, another six months down the line, I might go back and do my heelish dog shit thing. We'll just see. It's a character change. Why the hell did we do TNA, Tom? Why the hell did we do this? What the fuck is this? Huh? You'll be probably talking to me here saying, yeah, you know, we should probably do some ROH. Maybe some Deathmatch, you know? You might Ooh, join that. Look out, yeah, look out. Calm. Yeah, I, I didn't say that yet. Just calm down. Okay. A little bit of Final Battle, anyone? Which one was Final Battle again? That was... It was their December pay-per-view. Yeah. So one day would finish their year, and it was known for the classic between Adam Cole and Kyle O'Reilly. I don't know why you get so excited over those two. It's just, it's, I know it's wrestling and it's fun, but yeah, the, the only time I've seen Cole and Riley is been their time in NXT. So I don't really know what it's what those guys are like when they're not, you know, in the non WWE. I was going to say, it's exactly the same. <laughs> they just, hey, we like what you did there. Do you want to come do it over here? Good work. New money. Here you go, mate. Yeah, pretty much. But we'll lay you off soon, except that those two haven't left yet. Well, Adam Cole's contract's meant to be up after SummerSlam, so we just have to wait and see what happens there, guys, because what a time it is to be a wrestling Excuse fan, me. guys. If you're a fan of TNA, AEW, Ring of Honor, ROH, uh, what, NWA, WWE, NXT... So many wrestling products existing now, and what well, we've had over a hundred wrestlers fired in the last twelve months, going to different companies, and we had a couple drop earlier today, guys. And uh, what's your take? Any comments you want to say on that, Al, before we move on? So a lot of uh, good wrestlers they had, good uh, as they call them, superstars. Mm. I call them wrestlers. Um, they had some really good names there, and due to budget cuts, what mm. is it because? Is it because Bill Goldberg's not getting paid enough or is it because John Cena isn't making enough money with all the movies that he's in so he's going to come back to wrestling and make half a quid with all the wrestling for one match against Roman Reigns that he probably will lose but um, what, what's the go you know they say you know we didn't really hear that much back in the day when you and I were first watching wrestling and mm. maybe in the early 2000s you know you really had to do something really really bad to to be laid off in the wrestling mm. but now it's just pretty much like you said over 100 wrestlers now that we know of i mean things could change in the week or days um that have been laid off they're up to 100 you know mm. and like you said they have some of them have moved on to another company especially with aew which is kind of good to see um 
I think the one personally that sort of got me in the gust because I really do like the guy is uh, Bray Wyatt. Mm. Um, Wyndham, you know, just w- 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 brought that on. You know, he had this fantastic character known as the Fiend, and you know he did well for how long it went for. And then he had some time off, and then he came back, and then it sort of just fizzled. And then he started with the Alexa Bliss thing, and that sort of got somewhere. And then was looking for a return, which he was meant to return, I think I that I heard. And now it's just... No, no more Bray. No more Fiend in the WWE. I think what I've noticed with Bray, there was even a couple of posts he put up, I think, on his Instagram showing how fit he was getting too yes. in the last couple of weeks being off. <clears throat> and I think, you know, to think back, I was watching a SmackDown. I was thinking, you know, for, the, for, October, for August, what could we do? And I actually pulled up the SmackDown from a year ago, and it was the, it was the Fiend or Bray Wyatt versus Strowman feud. And to think that's a year ago and they're both not there. And like even looking at half the roster, there's so many people that feature around that period. I'm like released, released, no longer there. In, in Impact now, you're in uh, what NWA now. You know you're over here in ROH now. But to think how quick a year can change everything. Big time. And as you did say, like as we were fans growing up in the '90s, you know the releases were few and far between. But I think now it's this whole war thing. Like people, you know Malachi Black, Alistair Black, jumping ship within 30 days talent going over you know to impact and starting again and, and doing some new things but mm-hmm. i did hear a couple of rumors that there was something i saw online talking about how it's looking like a lot of talent because of the current budget we're releasing you now but in the 60 days we'll bring you back we just have to make up our losses mm-hmm. once we make those losses back mm-hmm. then we'll bring you back in because we're not making the money that we do on a hell show circuit mm-hmm. t-shirts and merchandise promotion during a show Yep. We can't, we're, not, we're not making that money. So, unfortunately, we're paying you fortnightly or weekly or whatever they pay them, Yep. but we're not getting a return back. So, yes. we can't pay you to sit backstage. As much as we want to put you on the show, we only have two hours to film. We've yep. got 30 minutes of wrestling on the show with an hour and a half of promo. We can't get you in, so we're going to let you go, and then we'll bring you back. Yep. But, you know, we'll just have to see what happens. Prime- I think it's all we can do. Sorry, interrupt. Prime example is there, right? There was Samoa Joe. Mm. Samoa Joe had he was part of those people after WrestleMania that were laid off. And again, like you said, the time came through, business came back, and next now we know he's on NXT, going up to Kyrian Cross for the title, um, which didn't last. He he sort of commissioner role, second to commissioner, didn't that little uh, role didn't last for long mm. because he was like, I want to get back in the ring. Which is good because more Samoa Joe in the ring is better. And I think they're saying that his upcoming match at TakeOver will be his first match since February of 2020. 2020. Which is crazy. Yeah. Yes. Yep. Alright, I think we get on to it, guys. This is Wrestling Companion number 69. Yep. Wait, yep. I'll just let that simmer for a little bit for people. 69. We know. I don't know. <laughs> what? Dinner for two. <laughs> Wrestling Companion 69, guys. Before we actually kick into announcing what the, the companion is, we want you guys to check us out on our Twitter. <laughs> it's all one word, the broadcast, T-H-E-B-R-O-K-A-S-T. Also on all Instagram, one <laughs> word, the broadcast podcast. And you can download all our shows on Podbean, Apple iTunes, CastBox, Castro. Alan! 
and a range of different podcast providers under the Broadcast oh, Podcast. <laughs> oh, Jesus. <sighs> now, we did announce on our Twitter a couple of days ago what show we're covering, and we're not only giving you one show uh, for this month, we're actually giving you two. We will be doing a SummerSlam towards the end of this month, but it now being an anniversary of an event that actually took place 11 years ago, and we are talking about TNA Impact, the whole effing show. show. Yeah. I watched this the other day. I actually watched it when it happened, um, those years ago in 2010. And you this watched is this coming... live? Yeah. yeah. Oh, sweet. That'd yeah, this cool. is uh, coming off the heels of a show which was originally entitled Hardcore Justice 2010. And at this time, this is the Eric Bischoff, Hulk Hogan era. This is when they were there with Dixie Carter. Mm -hmm. Now, going into this show, all these matches that are happening on this show that we're about to watch were meant to happen at Hardcore Justice 2010. But instead, you know, Hulk Hogan, Eric Bischoff, and Dixie thought, well, we have EV2, which is our ECW originals that are in this company, why don't we give them one last stand? Why don't we do a show so they can stand off on? So they took all the matches off the card, gave it to the ECW talent, and they took over the pay-per-view. So they did Hardcore Justice 2010, which the main event, I think, was Van Dam and Sabu, which was meant to be Van Dam Lynn, but that day, I think, like, Lynn had a really bad back spasm and couldn't cut okay. Yeah. Which so, is known. So what we're watching now is what the card would have been. So it's got a range of different matches with a main event, which just blows my mind, uh, which was the Janus ladder match, or the ladder yeah. match for Janus, and it's actually for the championship too. Now, if people remember, Janus is the sort of barbed wire bat. No, it's a nailed bat. Nails, nails, yeah. that's it. So we got Impact, the whole effing show, August 12, 2010. Uh, on the on this very special edition of Impact, witness Rob Van Dam defend his TNA Championship against Abyss in a stairway to Janice match with uh, Eric Bischoff as his special referee, plus a very special appearance, a surprise from Hulk Hogan that, ha that you have to see to believe. Kurt Angle versus AJ Styles, Beer Money versus the Motor City Machine Guns in a two out of three falls match for the tag titles and more. Wow. Pack hard. Mm. All right, guys, before we actually kick into this campaign, we want to give a shout out to not one, but two great podcasts that we support. We want you to support them as well. And here are their promos. Are you strung out on streaming? Did Netflix and chill turn into boring and ill? Well, fear not, neighbor. We got what you need. That's right. Your local video store is here to save the day. We got all the tapes and laser discs you never knew you wanted. That's right. And thanks to modern technology and a 56 kilobyte DSL line, we are able to make film recommendations via the information superhighway, the internet. Yes. Each month, we pick a random caller seeking help from our trained staff to find a film that meets their search criteria, such as... Horror films directed by a woman with no nudity. Killer doll movies not made by Charles Band. Even Easter-themed horror films and children with magic. We can help you find what you're looking for. Can you help me find Jesus? No, but we can find you religious films not featuring Jesus. So tune in each week and we'll help you find what it is you're looking for. Find us where all popular podcasts are found, even live recorded video from our store. 
Support your local video store and earn a free bag of popcorn when you sign up for a Videorama membership. Welcome, Welcome to, to Videorama! Main Event Marks is a retro pro wrestling podcast hosted by two lifelong wrestling marks and walking wrestling encyclopedias, Troy and Greg. Every Wednesday, we do a breakdown and review from a fan's perspective on some of wrestling's biggest and most forgotten shows ever, along with the industry news from that time period taking you back in history to when that event took place. Main Event Marks is available on all podcast platforms and on YouTube. Follow us on social media at Main Event underscore Marks. All right, guys, we are back. Do you have your Impact Plus app ready or FITE.tv? Type in Impact Wrestling, the whole effing show, August 12th, 2010. Alan, could you give us our countdown? All right, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, get ready to press play in five, four, three, two, one. Ladies and gentlemen, my name is Mike Tenay. And it's a very packed house there in the impact zone, too. Holy crikey. Yeah, look at that. Mm. Tonight, a special surprise from Hulky Hogan. So this is that time. This this is the period I kind of talked to you about how it was really, this is where the fans were coming in. Yeah. The Eric Bischoff, you know, Hulk Hogan relationship brought so many WWE fans across to like the product. Oh, you know, guys in their 30s to 50s who know Hulk Hogan, oh, yeah, well, he's over in TNA now. What's TNA? So it's a different variety of wrestling, but this is where the money came in through Dixie as well. Uh, this is, at this time, Kurt Angle with a bit of the facial hair, and he looks fit. Yeah. Like, like strong. Looks like he's pushing himself in the gym. Um, he looks like a wrestling freak here. So you did see down the bottom there, it said Kurt Angle number ranked contender. Mm -hmm. So this is when they were using a contender system, similar to what we have in AEW with the ranking system with wins and losses. Yes. With this storyline, though, Kurt Angle was trying to come in saying that I want to be world champion, but to get there, I want to beat every single contender to get there. So I want to go through 10, 9, 7, 6, 5, 4, 3, 2, 1, and then I'm the yep. contender. But here's the, here's the stipulation. Any That's match I lose, any match I lose, I'll retire. Oh, yeah. wow. Okay. So he is the TV champion here, the TNA TV champion. Yes, which is, we've seen it as the Legends Championship in the past. Ah, okay. That's what it is. Hmm. What do you think like... of uh, the Ric Flair robe? Is he with Flair at this time, or is he just doing a Flair um, shout-out? So at the start of the year, Ric Flair debuted in TNA and sided with AJ Styles, helping him keep the world championship. And also Flair gave him a robe, which is the one that AJ has there. So okay. he was like the mentor, like Triple H-Flair relationship. We had AJ Flair here at this time. Flair also started his own team, a version of the Four Horsemen called Fortune, which is yes. what we had in um, TNA. And AJ was one of the main members of that team. And so we've got Angle in here as the face and AJ as the heel. Correct. And we've got Baby Hemner as the referee. And I've just noticed who's the second person to my tonight and as Taz. Yeah, 
Yeah, that's his name. Don West has moved on for around this time period. Yes. And that's Taz with one C, not two. And no orange balloons. Oh, Jesus Christ. Well, actually, no, there was orange balloons. Did you see them on... Um, <laughs> oh, no, Dynamite. A- yeah. On AEW? That was oh, my funny. my God. I loved it. Here we go. That was very cool. Oh, my God, on the floor. The one thing I'll say about this this whole card overall, there's some really good standout matches. This match was pretty highly ranked, but they think it was a little bit too short. So okay. this isn't like a 20-minute matchup. I think it's less than 10, I believe. But this is really pushing towards Kurt Angle going to get the belt back. Uh, I really I enjoyed this. I like Kurt because he was taken on guys that you'd never think he would clash with. Like guys oh. in the contention system, and he had yep. some really good matches, but all leading towards Bound for Glory, which was October. Mm-hmm. I like the uh, Kurt Angle, not the clean cut style. He's got like sort of the, you know, you could tell he sort of forgot to shave the head, he didn't shave the beard, you know, a bit of the stubble going on there. He looks lethal, looks dangerous. Yeah. yeah. And the black boots, he normally back in the day, the Kurt Angle that we remember seeing when he first was in. Back in 1999, the Survivor Series, he um he had the the white boots on, the wrestling all, boots, all clean cut American presentation, clean shaven, hair combed, everything, white meat baby face. Uh, you do you do not boo me. I remember watching I love, that um, live, and then going, know, is that for real? Is he meant to be doing that? Do you know that that actually was improvised by Kurt? Yes, yeah, yeah. I heard that on his show. Yeah, I remember, I think even Bruce talked about it in one of the something to wrestle with, where at one point, Kurt said to the ref, can I do something? Yeah. And the ref, through the mouthpiece, has actually t- got the word saying, yeah, get Kurt to go out and do something, and grab the mic and do it. That's how you get heat, and it was great. Yeah. I'm feeling good tonight, guys, I must say, because this is, looks like some, we're in a good night for wrestling. Oh my god, you're nice Look at me. that. Beautiful. Uh, your boy here, found something that's very hard to find down here in Australia, and that's cherry Coca-Cola. What? Yep. Your boy right here is drinking, well, tonight, cherry Coca-Cola, and I love this shit. It yeah. makes me feel good. That's I love cherry Dr. Pepper. Like, you only Ooh. get that at old-fashioned milk bars and stuff like that for, like, nine bucks. <laughs> I only want the one. That's nine bucks, mate. It's American. Subliminal yeah. message. Dr. Pepper. <laughs> Orange cherry cola. Want to be promoted on this show? Do it now. Call. Get in contact with the broadcast on Twitter. That's at the broadcast. Or broadcast two at gmail.com. <laughs> Advertisement. We will we will whore ourselves out for your cola and the cheeriness. Yeah, man. Cherry Coke is fantastic. It is the bomb. Holy shit. He well, talking, about, talking about Coke flavors, I remember my wife and I having a debate. I said, do you remember lemon Coke? She goes, what? I said, yeah, do you remember the lemon Coca-Cola that came out years ago with the little lemon like mm-hmm. symbol on the Coke bottle? She said, yep. I don't think I've ever heard of that. I'm like, what? Lemon Coke? Mm-hmm. I said, it was beautiful, refreshing. It's a summer drink. Yep. I think that was the only time they would bring it out down here in Oz. Because mm. um, I think right down there, for us personally, I think we're... Our most exotic flavor of Coca-Cola is vanilla. Yeah, that's an overkill. Yeah, but then when um, when Jim Beam teams up with Coca-Cola and wants to make vanilla Jim Beam, you're just like, no thanks, mate. I'll, 
Oh, jeez. German suplexes. Look at that big yes. dude there in the red shirt and black tie. Look at him to the right-hand side. He looks like Soylent Green. I was going to say Soylent Green or Mr. Hughes, I reckon. Oh, Curtis Hughes. Mm. No, baby. No, baby. No. Is he going for three? Uh, no. It's a three-factor. No, shut the fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> And side note here, like the last time we would have actually had Kurt on this show, he was with Main Event Mafia, which was um, 2009. And to look at how it's all switched now, no Main Event Mafia. I don't think Sting was even here at this time period too. You see the uh, Australian uh, koala flag behind the um, people in the back there? Oh, yeah, with the kangaroo. That's during the because right now is the Olympics happening right down over in Japan, guys. We're finally doing it. It was meant to be last year, but we're doing it now. And that's been the the green and gold of mm. the Aussies. I think we're up to fourteen bronzes now for us. Yeah, not many we golds, had, but no, we had an okay run. I think um, we just got whooped. I think in the swimming, which is where we're meant to be winning. But again, most of our land down here has water. Mm. You think you think a bunch of Aussies Olympians would go down in the water, all right? Nah. Oh, Pele. Oh, Pele. Have you been watching much of the Olympics? Uh, probably the first week I did, like after yep. the opening ceremony. I watched a lot of the boxing, I watched the a lot of judo, the kickboxing, mm-hmm. but kind of I didn't watch any of the track and field really. A couple of okay. races, but I probably watched a lot of hockey and the soccer from the first week, not really nice. the not really the second week. Um, the beach volleyball, fantastic. <laughs> that was a running joke in my house. Um, what are you doing as, in there? As, as yeah. you may know, guys, I've got two two boys, and yes. my oh oldest my boy, my oldest boy just goes, "I ain't watching this." And then Jack's going, just all yeah. smiles, and he says to me, "He goes, um, what are they wearing that for?" And I said, "Well, Jack, it's just what they're doing." And he goes, "Right." And I go, "You gonna turn it off?" He goes, um, "I can't find the control, even though it's next to him." <laughs> I can only, it's very revealing. Yeah, no, yeah, I understand there, nephew. I understand. Also the um the the softball the baseball as well too yeah um the women's is a okay <laughs> Aussie but even Aussie. like it's so a lot of new sports like what skateboarding joined it this That's year and stuff like cool. that yeah three on three basketball yeah. and I never did skateboarding growing up growing up um I used to watch I used to love playing Tony Hawk that was mm. pretty much it that was my closest thing to it but um just to hear those kids out there especially the ones down here in Melbourne they're Performing! Oh my God! Oh God! Yeah. Brother, AJ thinks he's on bloody two hundred five live or something. Yeah, but no, it was a good series. I enjoyed it. You know, it's to think, you know, it was weird watching it with no audience, like no one clapping, no one cheering, and it's like, well, this is just how it's going to be in the world now. Luckily, we didn't even get an Olympics. So. Yep. Mm. Olympic slam. That's oh. it. One, two, three. Oh, shoulder up. Shoulder up. What was uh, Kurt's ranking? Was he eight? What was AJ? Six. Six, okay. Yeah. Well, this was also the time period that TNA introduced a thing called the Bound for Glory series. Mm -hmm. So Bound for Glory was in October, which is their version of WrestleMania. And they would have like a point-based system where the winner would become the number one contender. Yep. So it would be like a King of the Ring-style tournament. Look out. Oh, he, 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 a lock. he went for the low blow, like Ric Flair. 
grabbing the referee. I remember him fled. Oh, he's tapping out. Yeah. Well, I still, idea. I still love when Kurt did that. Would fall down with it, wrap the legs around. That was scary. Style. You, yeah. you knew that when that's like, he's done. You're fucked now. You're not going anywhere. You're getting either snap or tap. Mm. Claire looks. Uh, sorry, um, AJ looks a bit out. Of, uh, sorry, there. Kurt Angle looks a bit out of breath. So he's saying now that's five. So he's saying Crazy. five to go because he would switch now most likely to six and AJ would move down here. Yeah, they'll probably switch to seven or eight. Oh, he's, he's having a tantrum. He is. My goodness. So what do you think of that opener? That was cool. That was cool. Mm. It looks like we've got a good match coming up now too. Here we go. TNA Knockouts Championship. And this is when these women can wrestle, can't they? Oh yeah, well, yeah, this... <clears throat> it's it, this is the mixed time where it, you watch the entrances, you'll watch this and you'll go, okay, it's still that time period of the camera zooming in, camera zooming out. But Angelica Love, who's coming out now, she's actually a face in this feud, where we're so used to her being a heel with Velvet Sky when they were beautiful people. She was um, the one that used to do the camera thing. Yeah, she does it here in this part, but it's not the same because she's wearing different attire to what she would have used to have worn, which was like the shorts, like yeah. Mini skirts, gotcha. But she's still going today, not in TNA, but yes. in Ring of Honor. Yeah, I I follow her on the Instagram. Good follow. Yeah. Check it. Alan, there's when you you have to check if you wipe too, if you wipe properly. Is there any on my hand? No, it's fine. So this is Madison Rain. She actually yes. is still in TNA, and yeah, good gravy. <laughs> Ellen. Wow. She's actually um, the, the commentator on Impact with Josh Matthews she, at the moment. Yeah. She is. I um I follow her also on the Instagram as well too. And then, if the camera got that close, the camera could be knocked like right back and <laughs> she tries to copy Angelica Love's entrance, I think now. Does she? In in Does her own get, way. Does she do Look at you with your hands all clenched up. Look at him. I'm not clenching. I'm, I'm watching. <laughs> I'm watching this respectfully, bro. Just like I watch Good Gravy. When do I sign up to be a second rope? Oh, Taz. So Rudy Taz. Charles is our referee. Rudy Charles. He was in WCW. No, just TNA. No. Yeah. Okay. So the beautiful people originally debuted with Velvet Sky <clears throat> and Angelica Love, yes. and then Madison Rain joined the team as kind of like their lackey. She would yes. be the one that would be, you know, powerbombed by Awesome Kong or taken out by Gail Kim. She was always the victim for the team. Yep. <clears throat> Eventually, she then. Oh, oh shit. Jesus. Yeah. Okay. She then left the group and did her own thing um, and then went and actually won the championship, I believe, from Angelica Love and mm -hmm. really broke down the team. <clears throat> but what's been happening recently in this feud, a mysterious woman arriving on a motorcycle with a helmet on has been coming on, coming out and help coming on. I mean, wait. <laughs> coming on the bike. <laughs> has been coming out and helping Madison in different matches, but you don't know who the person is. Who was it? Spoilers. 
Linda McMahon. No. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. Yes. Oh, wow. What a minute. What the? Um, she's using her legs to hit the... Um, well, come on. Her. This is... Come on. This... <laughs> well, come on. Well, last that, month we got... As the... Last month we got Major Guns and who was it? Um, Stacey Keeble in a hardcore match. She needs to adjust that. She needs to adjust. Yes. Oh, I forgot. Yeah. I forgot with that. We, um, was that, was that match really classed as a match? It was just like. According to cagematch.net, it was a hardcore match. Okay. Gotcha. Oh, wow. That was a jaw jacker. Yeah. Oh, wow. So her real life partner of Angelica Love is Davey Richards. He reminds me of Dynamite Kid meets Chris Benoit in terms of his in ring style. Okay. Not a big guy, but a tremendous talent. He was a part of a team called the Wolves or the American Wolves in the later part of TNA. Mm-hmm. Um, great talent, but he's actually still going now on the independent circuit. Oh, bicycle kick there. It's the bro kick. The bra, the bra <laughs> kick. Oh, oh. oh my god! Here we go. That's very unsafe, that is. You should be wearing, like, you have to cover up your um, your front part if you're on a bike. It's very Catwoman style. Yes, it is. Like Dark Knight Rises. Yes, yes. Selena Kyle. Get out of here. Get out, get out of here. Tell him, Riff. Oh, Jeez. my yeah. fucking God. <laughs> Did you hear that? <laughs> There's Velvet Sky. Oh, yeah, I follow her on... Um, who is it? Are we going to find out who it is? Did I get the... Use the belt then. She the used the belt on her. Oh, the mask is off. But oh, she no. had the mask on. Smart. Oh, the clave is still on. One, two. Oh, she... She kicked out of a belt shot. The mask was nearly off then. Yeah, no, get the camera over there. No, stop looking at the match. Let's find out who this is. That camera guy was like almost lying down to get those camera angles. Yeah, yeah. Oh, she... oh, oh face buster. Okay, I'll know. New champ. That was a championship match. Yeah. Would you like me to tell you who it was? My, um, let me try to guess. Okay. Is it Victoria? You are correct. Yes, thought so. And this was that time period where we joked about how she used to come out with a tarantula in a jar, and she would actually bring it to the ring and then put it on herself and let it crawl around. It kind of was like a new version of, like, Jake the Snake, but please using a female star no, and, and a spider. Do Sorry. not. No, 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 no. It's not. Do, that's different line. Different line there, bro. Sorry. It's I love a modern, Jake the Snake. It's a modern-day Jake the Snake, okay? Yeah. <laughs> Holy shit. <laughs> A three-way dance. Yeah, so this was meant to happen at the pay-per-view, and they've moved it to this card. Anderson! And do you want to hear a funny note, looking at this? The first time we've ever had Mr. Anderson slash Kennedy on this podcast. That is unbelievable, man. How crazy is that? I mean, I'm not angry. I I love Mm. the man. I remember when he was in the w he first hit the wwe on our screens mm. all those years ago i love that shirt i want that shirt pro wrestling is real he's so good on the stick like 
<clears throat> I enjoyed his character, Anderson and Kennedy. But to think, we've been doing this show for six years, guys, and never had him on. This is the first time. I can't believe it. Good evening, assholes. And this one says next. This and next. (laughs) And gentlemen. So he's referring to women as assholes? Yeah. Good. Pro wrestling is real, Mr. Henderson. Wow, that's cool. Mm. Green Bay, Wisconsin. Free cheddar? No, he's very good. Very good talent. Is he a face here or is he heel? Face. Oh, mixture. Neutral. Yeah. And that's the thing. Like, you would almost say he never was a good guy. He was over as a heel. Yeah. Yeah. You see, Matt Morgan's already in the ring there. Yeah, with good reason. And then also the Pope's already in the ring. They didn't get an entrance. Well. <laughs> oh, so that's what he meant by cheddar. See the money on the ground. That that's was a part pope. of the, yeah, the Pope's entrance. Yeah. Yes. Now, did the Pope ever... T- yes, all these guys have been in WWE, haven't they? Yeah. Well, the Pope yeah. was Elijah Burke. Yes. Matt Morgan had two gimmicks. The first one was a part of Team Lesnar. Yes. Um, during that Survivor Series where he came in with Nathan Jones. Yes. And then his other stint, he dyed his hair black and had a black goatee and studded with Carlito as his bodyguard. Wow. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And then, Anderson... and then we had, yeah, Anderson was Kennedy. Yeah. Former United States champion, Money in the Bank winner. Yes. Um, his, look, his claim to fame was he, I think, defeated four former world champions in his first run undefeated. Yeah, he had and like then, a yeah, was... thing going on. Yeah, he was released, I think, after Randy Orton suffered a shoulder injury during their matchup. And according so to he him, was the shoot. Well, according was, to shoot they interviews, him, they? well, he thinks, he assumes that they blamed him because of that, how yeah. it ended. So That's a shame. Is he still going today? Uh, from memory, he was in NWA last year, but I don't know much about this year. Anderson in the NWA? Yeah. Wow, cool. And the Pope and. recently lost his um, TV title in the NWA. Okay. Yeah. So they had this thing <clears throat> that they introduced in NWA. If you're the NWA TV champion, if you have seven successful title defenses, you get a shot at the world title. And yep. I think in match number seven, he lost it. And he was defeated by Brutus Clay. Oh, big uh, Brutus, yep. Yeah. So, yeah, he didn't get a title shot, so he lost the championship. So we'll see what they'll do next for him. But... He's a guy I could see become world champion. I think he has yeah. it in him to do it. So Awesome. And the referee, Slick Johnson. Yes, I was Uncle, going to say, g'day, Mr. Slicky. Uncle Slick is in the house. So, oh my God, is this a match for anything particular for like a championship match or is it more of the ranking system? I think it wasn't counted as a contender's matchup, but it is a battle of contention. Like, these guys are all in the title picture. Yep. A few months ago, the Pope took on AJ Styles at lockdown for the World Championship, and that's mm-hmm. because he won Anderson in the finals to become the number one contender. But 
these three will be in the title picture within the next six to seven months. They're, they're in and out, coming back yep. and forth. Yeah. But I will oh. say, you know, not one of them would actually go on to win, except Kennedy. I think at least seven months later, he won the championship. Far out. Yeah. Oh, look out! Oh, dropkick! Big man out of the ring. Here we go. Yeah, I have to love what the Pope's running double knees in the corner. That exploder mm. running knee. So good. The Pope. And he was a announcer of the Pope, I think, in NWA before he went to... Um, no, in TNA, he was an announcer. May become an announcer, I think, in NWA, and then became an active competitor. Oh, jeez. Luther's praise for the knuckles. Watch this. The, look, there's a stone cold look. Strut, and then the punch. And then the bow instead. Nice. And Anderson went through some pretty weird gimmicks over the next few years. He ended up shaving his hair brown, became a member of um, the Aces of Eights with Bully Ray and Devon. Mm-hmm. And then, yeah, eventually left. I love that, that, that uppercut. Oh, shit. Yeah, it looks like he did some damage because Kennedy felt like a ton of shit. Shit. Here we go. Oh, he's got those knees yeah. up. Yeah. Oh, no, pushed off. Holy shit, what's he going for here? That's oh. the mic check. Mic check. Here he, he comes. Right in the face. Pick up the pieces. Good work. Holy shit. Nice. So what do you think? You look at Matt Morgan, right? You have to think. That's Vince McMahon's dream there. What happened, do you reckon, with him? He got on the mic and probably didn't talk properly. Hmm. He, that's why they, when you said he did that stuttering gimmick when he was, with, like he said, with Kalido. Yeah. Um, you know, Vince, what, if you're going to be a big, muscly dude, you need to talk on the microphone. But they probably thought it was funny, and then it's like, okay, we don't prime example. To do with it. Prime example yeah. right here, Hulk Hogan on our screen. That's good lord. Jeff Hardy up next in the open challenge match. Yeah, he takes on Linda McMahon, I think. Oh, what is with you and Linda McMahon tonight? <laughs> huh? Did you just imagine? Just back imagine. To... Just imagine. Da, na, 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 na. <laughs> Waving, g'day guys. How are you going? Have you voted yet? Make sure you vote. I was part of President Trump's cabinet for quite a while. Look at this fella, El. Oh, how high, how high is the power bill? Jesus, it's high. Look at him. How high is the cases of COVID-19 down here in Australia? This oh. high. Yes, yeah, so no one fly over to Sydney, guys. Just stay where you are for a little bit. Yeah, how about Sydney just go away? Can we can we have ask Sydney very nicely to break off from Australia then float away down the road, please? That'd be nice. I'm sorry to any people out there who listen to our show from uh, from Sydney, but come on, that's enough. Who we got coming up now? Shannon Moore. Team, I don't give a oh, word. Yeah, so Shannon Moore was a part of a team called Inc. Incorporated, which you can see on the screen there, which was a team with Jesse Neal. Um, 
And really going into this one, this is Jeff Hardy again, putting out an open challenge. Shannon Moore actually is a close friend of Jeff Hardy and Matt traveled with them uh, and also trained with them as well. And I think behind the scenes, these two actually travel together from town to town doing different shows. So he's thinking, Jeff, you, you know, in title contention, I want to be up there too. How about you accept my challenge and we go out there and put on a good match? That's right. Cool. Good to see these guys. Last time I saw, I think I saw Shannon Moore. Um, he, he was, he did not look like this in the WWE. He had the long, long, long hair that he was part mm. of, um, the V1 version. Oh, yes. Matt Hardy. Yeah. The matter, the matter to their own, what, 2002, I think it was. Yes. And we've also seen him as three count, I think. That is correct. Yes. Yes, uh, dancing there with Evan Courageous, Helms, and Tank Abbott. Jesus Christ, nothing more <laughs> terrifying. Taking on the Young Dragons in a ladder match for a golden record. So That's right, it was a golden record, wasn't it? <laughs> Classic WCW. Just thinking then, like, but maybe when we can get together, we can get like a, you know, broadcast pad that we can stand on to do a dance routine, like Three Count did, so... Maybe do, 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 do it for TikTok. I don't, dance. Or... I don't dance. You know this, man. As long as we've been on this, as long as we've known each other and I've been on this planet, you've been on this planet. You know I can't dance. No way. And if I'm going to dance, it's going to be looking like Tank Abbott. And no one wants that. <laughs> just doing a shimmy the whole time. Just <laughs> oh. shimmy and accidentally my pants are falling down for some reason. Oh, just wait one sec. <laughs> Hello, officer. How are you today? Oh, shit. Oh. And we got uh, Hebner. Oh, wow. Nice. Ah. And another Hebner in the ring there. This one likes to talk into his sleeve quite a bit. <laughs> what are we doing? We're doing this now. <laughs> I love this here, the movement of more. Ducks one corner, ducks the second, leaps over Jeff. Jeff goes through the middle row. Crazy. Yeah, Moore look, does not look like the the blonde-haired kid that was in uh, hmm. WCW and, oh, my God, and then WWE. Gee, lands on his feet, too. Those <clears throat> tats are all – I don't remember. Did he have tats like that at WCW? Uh, I don't think he did. I think he had no tat at all. Yeah. Yeah. Talk about, you know, finding yourself another gimmick and then changing it and – is he still going today, Shane Moore? Um, I don't recall. His TNA stint was for a couple of years. He never actually had a championship reign, I don't believe. Okay. Um, he was in contention with Jesse Neal going for the tag belts, but he never actually went on to become a champion. Okay. Um, but I wouldn't be surprised. He's probably settled down now because, what, this is 11 years ago. Yes. But then you think, you know, Jeff's still going, so maybe he's doing stuff independently. But he, he isn't a name that's popped up, though, that I've seen no. okay. anywhere recently. So this is face versus face, would you say? Yep. So yep. Jeff Hardy, his year is pretty good. He was, again, one of the guys that Hulk Hogan was heavily wanting to push as a top star to represent the face of TNA. Yep. I think earlier in the year he was – I think they did a lockdown matchup where he might have done a spot – where he put a ladder on top oh of God. a steel cage and did a, an actual splash from a ladder oh, on top of a steel cage. Yeah, it was crazy. 
That's nuts. His, his belt's broken there. Yeah. Um, oh, I, I think, think it's got a tuck. To, yeah. It's snapped at the back, see though. Yep. They can give okay. him more sometime, though, aren't they? Like they let him actually have a good, you know, good run against Jeff. What's he gonna do here? Up? Oh, oh, is it? Oh, hits is it? I thought he was gonna hit that DDT. Yeah. I remember someone who does that. I can't recall for who it was, but that's a fantastic maneuver. That was cool, though. One of my favorite uh, inside-out moves similar to that was Trey Miguel in Impact Wrestling last year. Mm. Went from inside the ring to the outside Canadian Destroyer. Holy shit. Yeah, like the margin of error was so, like, a massive opportunity if you buggered it up. But the, how he was able to get through that middle rope and then land the Canadian Destroyer, like sunset flip style, it was perfect. He's one of the guys, actually, that didn't come over. Remember there's that team, I think it's... um. MCK, that's in NXT. There's two guys that come through that won the Dusty Cup. Um, they're yes. the current tag team champs. Yes. They were a part of a team called the Rascals in TNA, which mm-hmm. was, yeah, those two fellas and Trey Miguel, but he was the one that WWE didn't choose when they both, all three, tried out. He was told, no, thank you. But Any he's particular kind of, reason? Uh, well, I don't know. It didn't really come out. Maybe they just okay. didn't think he was ready or... They just wanted to bring in a two-man team, but yep. he's in t- he's in the title picture now in TNA. Fantastic. Kind of gone out, reinvented himself a bit now. He's kind of like, well, I'm by myself now. I don't have my two friends. I've got to start thinking about myself now, you know, getting to title contention. Oh, twist of fate. Oh, yeah. Yeah, he fell hard on that one. He's really having the problems with that belt. That's... Just take it off, Jeff. Just, yeah, just, just take it, it off, you do the tank habit dance thing, you know. Oh wow, I've got the knees up. Oh, perfect. Jeez. You always just find that Earl knows it's not a three count, but always kind of slips a bit to add that effect that he kicked out. But yeah, yeah. The, the roll up thing there going on. I don't know what's going on there, but okay, mate. Who's one of your favourite referee pins, El? You know who does a who loves you? Who does a good slider? Who do you like from the old Attitude Era? Uh, oh, oh, Attitude Era. Oh, I would probably have to say we're just talking about referees. Probably uh, if you go in old school, and mm. uh, you probably go Tommy Young if you like yeah. to watch any of that stuff. NWA days, NWA mm. days, um, WCW days. Oh shit. Oh, he missed it. Um, probably another WCW guy is, um, and now a WWE guy, of course. Good win from Jeff Hardy there. Is Mini Nate? Oh yeah, Robinson. Yeah, Charles Robinson. That man has such a pompadour hairstyle; it's nuts. And he doesn't age for some reason. Yeah, he's in that cocoon from. Um, <laughs> they never live and they never die. They always live and they never die. From um, the Cocoon movie. How much are they just flashing up what's coming up next? Bang, bang, bang. Yeah, they're making sure that you do not change that channel. Yeah, I used to find one of my favorite referee pins was Teddy Long, that real high up slow. One, two, two. No. Yep. <laughs> and then Nick Patrick had a weird sliding angle, whereas the hand didn't even come up. It's like a really quick one. Two, three. Ch- Charles, uh, sorry. Um, yeah. Referee, um, that what you were just saying there, he would fall. Yeah. 
and then you go one, two, two, <laughs> no, two. Yeah. And did we talk about that ref that time that broke his leg or something at NXT? He was like sliding and snapped his full ankle or something. I'm like, what the hell? Yeah, some young kid that did it, you know. He's probably thought it's my first kick. I'm going to do a 450 before I do the one count. Just do a 450, land it one. I always <laughs> wanted to be a. Re- I was told I was never be a wrestler, so I have to be a referee. And we all know someone like that. I know someone like that, and I'm talking to him right now. I don't know what you're talking about. We've already talked about that story. It's one of my favourites. Sad times, guys. Sad times at Ridgemount High. It's right, Tom, right here. You so what we've got here, shut up. <laughs> what we've got here is match five of five for the uh, TNA Tag Team Championship. Beer Money Incorporated, James Storm and uh, Bobby Roode taking on the Motor City Machine Guns, Saban and Shelley. So you saw in that first Ooh. package they had a ladder match for one for one fall, a hardcore match for the second fall, Steel Cage here for the third fall, and I believe the third fourth fall was a Ultimate X, which we have here. Yep. Wow, fantastic. Yeah. And one thing you'll probably notice again, looking at the Ultimate X, you actually have the squared circle now. You don't have the six-sided ring. Yeah, this is when this, like you said, this is Bischoff and um, Hogan here. They're like, nah, bring back to the traditional ring. Mm. Well, that was one of the first actions I believe Hogan said is get rid of it, and we've yeah. got to make it four sides. And it's funny because like a whole mixture of talent over the years, it's really divided the locker room. Like some like the four sides because it's more traditional, and then others despise the six because it's just too much going on. There's too many angles, mistakes could happen. It was hard to work it. But the Ultimate X guys, X Division talent, really just dug it because it's how they built themselves. So yeah, people like old schools. Some people like new school. It's all just depending on how you use the ring. Me personally, I prefer this. The the four, they call it the squared circle. You know, that's what it is. Mm. Um, and WWE has been doing that for years, and they never really changed. They need they never changed the ring. Yeah, well, I was going to say you you four. never saw you never saw a different ring. You had maybe customized ropes and mats, but you've never seen a different shaped ring. Big time. So Beer Money's coming in as the heels, and we've yes. got Machine Guns coming in as the face. This match is the longest one on the card overall. Terrific matchup. I think it yeah, may have even got, I think it got a rating, I think, by The Observer, I believe, but I don't have my notes in front of me to see it. But I know that this has got a really good fan reception. Yeah, and I think people it, in the back. Yeah. At the end of the year, it was one of the voted, one of the top matches of the year. Man, they got people chanting. But they're at a um, at a soccer game. They're on, their, they're on their feet as well. All That's very cool. Hogan guy is there. Tie dye guy is there. Mm. He's in the back there. I don't know if it's the actual real tie dye guy, but tie dye guy is in those group of people back there. Yes, it is him. Yeah, is he behind the guy in the twelve jumper? Yes. Yeah. Yes. There's a fellow with a sign above him saying, Thai guy is effing hardcore. <laughs> That's him. That is him. <laughs> there he is. It is him. You can see it. It is. My God. That's crazy. He used to, I remember seeing a few matches back in the day, either be in WWE, he would 
get stand in front of the ring and he would do sideways. Uh, he, he knew where the hard cam was. So you do that and he start flexing his arm and showing off his pythons. That he, uh, you know what I love though? <clears throat> He's also got white wristbands on. Have a look at him. Oh, He's yeah. wearing wristbands. Oh, yes. <laughs> look at it. Oh, my God, man. They are really going hard for the... Oh, wow. Head scissors. Bang. Good sell there by Rude. <clears throat> What's your memory of the machine guns? Because, again, you know, you really weren't watching the TNA product at this time. You know, you know a little bit about Saban because we've covered a little bit about him. But, you know, what did you remember about the machine guns? This is my, pretty much what the, one of the first TNA shows that we did was seeing these guys wrestle. Um, I don't really know them as well. All mm. I know is, you know, pointing to the hand. That was the thing. Um, oh, my God, they got a chant going. Murray the Mercedes. Oh, I got... Oh, nice. Look at, oh, look at that. Oh, wow. And you've seen quite a bit of James Storm, though, with America's Most Wanted, which is what yes. we covered quite a bit in our TNA time. I think our lockdown show, they were in the lockdown cage against Team Canada that we did there. That's right. And... Yes, that's right. And I think, too, looking at this, I think only Saban... All three in the ring have actually been in WWE, in NXT. That's right, because I'm just trying to think who is... you got Robbie Roode, of course. Yeah. James Storm had a very short stint. I think it was yes, three it appearances. Yes. And Shelly came in with Kushida. They were the... Yep. Um, what were they called? The Time Splinters, I think, which was their yes. New Japan tag team. Yeah. Yes. Oh. <laughs> the Kiki's head off. Oversold there, nearly kicks the cameraman in the head. The cameraman really likes to get on the ground. And I don't think we spoke about it too before it started. This is actually a two out of three falls matchup. Yes, yeah. we... Um, for the final match. Beautiful. So you know it's going to be a long one, so that's good. So uh, beer money itself, I think, you know, there's been... Like, Bobby Roode was known to be more with Eric Young during Team Canada... You know, you would have had James Storm. He was with Chris Harris, America's Most Wanted. That's but then it. eventually, yeah, here you go. No, no, yeah, I was just trying to think who was the other guy that I remember Chris Harris was. Because I think we, we we first did the first TNA pay-per-view. Yep. When he was he was in it, wasn't he? He teamed up with Hoovy, I think. No, somebody. close. Um, Psychosis. Psychosis, yep. yeah. Yeah. It was weird because, yeah, um, James Storm came out with his coat on, but it was all buttoned yeah. up. <laughs> yeah, but then, well, there was a few buttons loose, and he was shooting off cap guns. Yeah. So he came out with guns, guys. And you said Go. to me, um, why are they a team, though? Like, what what do they have in common? And I'm like, um, TNA. <laughs> yeah, TNAL. <laughs> and I was like, all right, simple, move on. And then Bobby Roode, he had a, num a number of partners. Probably one of the known ones towards the time I kind of stopped watching was Austin Aries and Bobby Roode. Um, they were a very good tag team, had a number of great feuds. But this was kind of all leading up to the eventual world championship reign of Bobby Roode. I think in 2011, 2012, um, it was the end of Beer Money. And uh, yeah, Bobby became world champion. Uh, and he was one of the longest reigning Impact champions of that time period, which was like seven months long, I think. Fantastic. Mm. They are Ooh. just going for the people in the back there. They are just looking straight to them for, oh, wow, nice. 
to get those cheers. Yeah, no one's sitting down. It's cool. It's very cool. Have you noticed the gentleman up the front with the giant spikes on his head? With the red spikes next to the uh, soil and green? There's two of them. There's one guy with a red bandana and then the big mohawk dude. Yeah, he's got some real hardcore spikes there. They, they could be considered weapons. Look at oh, that. wow. That looks cool. like a blade. They're like, like set katana swords. Yeah, that's a dangerous. That was a nice, that was a sweet move, that was, with the dropkick. Yeah, I would have loved to have seen machine guns in NXT. Like, they just, I think they would have been what um, MCK is now. They just would have done Ooh. it a little bit more different because veterans, oh. these guys have gone everywhere competing, ROH, TNA, independent. Uh, they also, I think they what was it, went back together again, I think, last year during lockdown. Um, as in the real actual world lockdown, not the pay-per-view, but during the yes. pandemic, they teamed up on Impact Wrestling and the North, which is um, Ethan Page that we have in AEW now. His partner was... Oh, um, shit. Yeah, Josh Alexander, the North, had some good matches against the Machine Guns for the Impact Tag Belts. Whoa, whoa. Airtime, man. Suicide dive outside plunger. Look at that. That's awesome. Referees really lost control. It's like the uh, Young Bucks referee. They have um, the old dude. Oh, he yeah. He has no, yeah, he has no control. I don't know why that man's there. He just sits there and goes, oh, "Okay, does everyone want to wrestle? Okay, <laughs> um, let's." <laughs> I might, okay, I might just do one shitting on one thing. Okay, the other week on um, AEW, the um, fight for the fallen. Okay, that. Fucking beginning match, the the Dark Order and yeah. uh, Hangman and Page versus the Goon Squad. Yeah. Okay, Goon Squad. <laughs> they're, they're those boys there. They're meant to be bad guys, and they come. Oh wow! First fall. Yep. Uh, the fucking goofs come out dressed up, and they, that's what good guys do. Mm. I know, and I don't really get it. Them, and then they're trying to get heat. But you're getting it the wrong way. Um, it's it's very kind of DX, like you're bad but we like you. NWO, you're meant to be bad but we like you. I just don't like it. I think mm. it's, it's excuse my French, it looks fucking stupid when they came out and look at and they all look like out of work out of work porn stars with their mustaches and their beards and their hair and just it's very peculiar. But see, that's the thing though. But that's the thing. This is why I think it works. What do people mm. do now? They go on social media and they they bag it. What does mm-hmm. that do? It brings eyes to the product. Yeah. So by you li- not liking it, they want you to they want you it's to tell working. people that. Yeah. They want you to tell me that. They want you to tweet that. So then it mm-hmm. brings eyes to the product. Mm-hmm. So not just, all it's not all bad is actually bad. Bad is oh, actually it's, good. Oh, it's bad. Okay, I'll just tell you right <laughs> now. I don't. I, I mean, the thing that got me was fantastic. Was at, um, Hangman and Page coming out with beer money. Sweet, love that. See, they're heels, and the fans but, even went along with them. Yeah. But um, the the that fucking match was just no fucking control. Just if you're gonna label it, just don't call it a six man tag or whatever mm-hmm. it was, a twelve man tag, whatever the fuckery it was. Just say it's a Mexican style 
tag team match because that's mm. the type of matches they do over in Mexico where everyone has no control. There's no count outs. Just do all that shit. Yeah. And that's a three Tor- count. Tornado tag. No tag Just do, style. I, I just do that. Instead of just labeling it as that type of thing because it was annoying. And I'm just mm. like, get in the fucking ring. Get in the ring. And again, again, that's getting people more eyes, me mm. talking about it and bagging the shit out of it. But the icing yeah. on the cake was that later on that night was uh, Jericho v Nick Cage mm. in uh, How to Lose Your Domino Sponsorship right there match. <laughs> I just could see him, hey, dude, we should put the domino spot right when Nick cuts him up. We should do it. Good idea. Underneath, underneath <laughs> yep. dominoes. Call now. Use the promotional code um, Pizza Cutter to get five, $5 off your next pizza order. The little droid will come and drive to your place. Yeah, no, it's crazy. We should do that much. Even like we, we should. should just do that one match and add it to something in the future. We, um, we could do the whole. We could do the whole show actually. Well, there you go, guys. Maybe on the anniversary of the event next year, we'll do it. Yep. I might well, change a, my here's gear. A question. Well, here's a question. Like, we'll we'll finish this one and then we'll watch this one. This match. Yep. Sure. What do you What do you think of Heal Omega? You liking him or not? I hate him. And it's working. Mm. I and it's it's like what I say about Mike Mazanin, the Miz. I hate him. He's doing his job right. Yeah. Omega, just like you, you mm, I, I want him to get hurt. I want him to get beat up. Not in real life, but mm. in the ring, in wrestling. You know. He he just makes this heel. He just. He, and it just makes you your skin crawl, and you're angry. And every time he's on the TV, you're just like, "Shut up!" And he's got Don West with him now. No, sorry, um, not Don West. Oh, uh, oh Don Callis. Don Cal- Don Calais in his corner and his spokesman. That man should never wear shorts in public <laughs> without getting a tan. I was going to say, I would, wouldn't mind seeing Don West do it with him too and just start doing, tonight, Kenny Omega. Oh. <laughs> He's going to be, oh, man, could you imagine that? Oh, In an do X that. Division like, championship, championship match. Oh, man. And Don just Clay a side doesn't... note too, yeah, I'll just say it. something like a you know, Don West, I think, he, I think he's actually going through oh. cancer at the moment. I saw on social media. So send our wishes to him. I grew up watching the TNA times with him on the desk there with Tanay. And yeah, it's sad to see that, you know, he's going through that. But he seems to be Fuck. in positive spirits and things. Oh, like he cool. does, a, does a radio show, but come out and said on social media, I'm battling this now, guys. I think it's brain, actually. So, um, you know, wish him all the best for his family. But yeah, it broke yeah. a couple of weeks ago. All right, definitely. In, I did not know that you were, sir. You were in our prayers. Mm. You're in our. Hope everything goes well. Oh. Jeez. And like Saban's a good talent. Like he reminds me of like AJ Styles in terms of like he's won every belt at least once. Yep. In the company, and he's a former world champion. Now. They gave him the world strap. Yeah. Fantastic. He defeated Bully Ray when he was the uh, leader of the main event of the um, Aces of Eights to become what champion. The, what the heck was that? It was fantastic. The twelve. Oh, spike oh. on the head. Such a good seller is Rude. Yeah, seriously, when Rude, they should be using him more. He's a wasted talent on, on 
SmackDown. Seriously. Mm. Yes, I thought he would be one of the names on the release list because what the Dirty Dogs with Dolph Ziggler doesn't seem to be doing much. And Ziggler has things going on outside of wrestling. So it's like he doesn't need to be doing it. So Rude should be bit and pushed doing his own thing. Doesn't he? He's a comedian, isn't he? Yeah. Yeah. Um, Dolph Ziggler. Yeah, it's a damn shame. They should be doing... Yeah, he's a fantastic wrestler. They should do more with him. Oh, shit. Yeah. But I was even thinking things like, you know, why can't they do some, you know, promotion oh switch? Why can't promotion switch and have Rude go over and people go to different companies? That's the magic killer. Like, that's it. Um, Gall- Gallows and Anderson. Yeah, it was gonna, that's the magic killer right there. I knew that move looked familiar. You know what I was saying is like, why can't talent yes, just move yeah. Raw, SmackDown, NXT, like you know, Balor going, Samoa Joe going, put Rude back there. You know, Rude would be great there. Former world champion of NXT, have yep. some good matches. Just move him. Oh, su- su- kicks! Oh, super kick in the head! Oh my god, that's cool. Oh. Oh. I love it. so Arne Anderson, Anderson style. Yeah. See, guys, we think alike on this podcast. Jesus. Spiked him hard on that one. That remind, that was in the Art Anderson DDT. Mm. Slice bread number two. No. Nice. Oh, George Acker. Uh, also, too, going back to Fight with the Fallen as well, it was actually kind of nice to see FTR. Um, have a proper match, not being a fucking mm. gimmick. Yeah. Dressing up as, oh my god, oh, I got him that time. He's trying to get yeah. out. He got out of it. Oh, get out of the way, ref. Oh my god, he super kicked his own partner. Oh. Double super kick. They work so well, like, machine guns just in sync. They just connect to each other. Holy shit. Neck breaker frog splash combination. Oh, <laughs> baby, him is dancing around. That's awesome. Look at the crowd losing it. It, it it's mainly the people up, and they they know they're in the the hard cam. They're getting some time. Remember, there was one of the shows we did where, like, every near fall, they'll be throwing water everywhere. They'll be spinning yes. all these things things around. They go it again. Yeah. No. Oh, where's Rude? Is he on now? Rude's blocked. Yeah, got him in the head, sis, in the eyes. Good work. What a match. I'm giving that a clap. Good work there, machine guns. And they're still tag champs. Yeah. Very freaking cool. Probably a match I'd recommend, too, even checking it on, on Impact Plus, is um Generation Me, which was the Young Bucks, actually having some good matches against the machine guns for the tag belts. That's a big dog. What's the... What the hell? That was a big dog. <laughs> Excuse me, can I bring my dog in? Yeah, mate, go on. Oh, that's a... Hey, yeah, pirate, yeah. On the, yeah, okay. Oh, this is the end, isn't it? This is the end of uh, their five out of five. Yeah. Cameron guys got really close on that uh, young woman there. What the... Just, oh, keep, zo- no. just, just keep zooming in. <laughs> right up in her face. <laughs> oh. Oh, fantastic. And people syncing up, Al, where are you at? I am at the 55-minute mark, right on the dot. 
Fantastic. Who's Jeremy mm. Bordash in the background? God, they're lighting up that pyro. Jeez, yeah. I mean, they got Bischoff and Hogan money, so they're you know they're making some, uh, so making some dosh. And I actually think we're up to our main event. I think coming up, aren't we next? Are we? Yeah. Is it? it must be a long match. My goodness. Yeah, I think it's about sixteen to seventeen, and then the the Hogan bit goes for about ten. Oh, okay. Yeah. Fantastic. Oh, you. Yeah. Yep, here we go. World Championship match. Now, why is Easy E the referee here? Any particular reason? So what was happening from memory, I believe, Abyss was going a bit crazy. Abyss yep. became fixated with Dixie Carter and trying to get to her. So Bischoff and Hogan being co-owners with her, they want to protect her. Okay. So this is making sure that Abyss doesn't go nuts, doesn't go off, and try and get the bat and attack Dixie, because, she, again, she's actually there on the side watching the show. Um, but I also think, too, deep down, Bischoff didn't want the UCW guys to be there, so he's kind of like a heel-neutral GM oh, character. okay. Yeah. Okay. Because Hogan wanted the ECW guys, Bischoff didn't. Now, was there any particular reason why... Abyss was going for Dixie? Did he, like, have a fascination with her, or...? Yeah, so there there could be a chance I could spoil something in the future, but I don't think we'll end up covering it. So eventually what ended up happening was Abyss was kept screaming that they are coming, they are coming. Someone was telling him that they're coming to take over TNA. And part part of it, for that plan to work, Dixie needs to be out of the picture. So Abyss became fixated on taking her out. So you, you didn't know who this they was. Hmm. Now, eventually when, what ended up happening at the pay-per-view Bound for Glory, which took place in October, the TNA title was vacated. So Van Dam suffered an injury after this event and yep. actually wasn't able to compete. So the belt was held up. At the pay-per-view, which took place on the 10th of the 10th, 2010, it was revealed that that night they would be revealed. They would show you who this they was that Bishop was referring to. At, at the end of that show, it was Kurt Angle, Mr. Anderson, and RVD for the world belt. At the very end of the match, Jeff Hart is on the side there. Hulk Hogan gives him a crutch. Jeff then turns heel, attacking Kurt Angle, gets the pinfall. Jeff becomes world champion. Out becomes Abyss. They were the they. Hogan was a heel this whole time. It was them to drive Dixie out. Hogan wow. Abyss had a full-fledged heel turn. Yeah. Wow. So it was all a setup to get Dixie out of there. Crazy. So here we go, guys. Van Damme with that massive kick then, and the bell has yeah. been rung, and here we go. Yeah, normally he likes to come down and move from the crowd, but no, nah, he's uh, coming out to the... Oh, and nice. I think I was reading earlier... Yeah. The uh, Hardcore Justice was four days ago, so that okay. would have been on the Sunday, so this would have been their Wednesday or Thursday night they were doing this show. So Van Dam coming off his war with Sabu in the main yep. event of that show. And I will say in this matchup, like, it's not a spoiler, but Bischoff's very neutral. Bischoff, you wouldn't even know he's there half the time. Like, he actually mm-hmm. just stands back and lets them do what they do. But he also supplies some great facials in this matchup, like some really <laughs> good reaction shots. 
well, we've met both these men in the ring, except Abyss, haven't we? Yeah. <laughs> we uh, Bischoff, because we went to a show, and then we also met Mr. Rob Van Dam at a uh, co- comic convention, a, um, <laughs> a geek convention uh, at the Exhibition Centre. Jesus Christ, how many years ago are we going? About oh, 50, I'm saying, 50. Yeah, I'm going to say 03. <laughs> yeah, so it's a couple of years ago. Yeah. And he and Mr. Sabu were uh, traveling together. They were travel com- uh, compadres. Oh, my God. Yeah, they had just done a signing, and we had gone outside for a bit of a fresh air, and we saw them together. A breath of fresh. And our mate's like, oh, should we go up and just say hi or get an autograph or something? And our mate Jules went straight up to him, and I'm like, I'll go too. But what did I have? I had no paper. I had nothing to get signatures. So I wasn't going to drop names who it was, but, yeah, mm. I think we've already discussed about it anyway. On um, the low uh, – yeah, I can't even say it properly. Low crass, crass – I can't say it. You can say it for me. The paper, the um, the podcast I started off on. Yeah. That one. That one, guys. That one. The one that doesn't exist anymore on any type of platform. Low cut crew cast case no C's. There you go, Al. <laughs> Got there, mate. Got there. So, yeah, we spoke about that. Uh, we went to Jules had spoken to Mr. Rob Van Dam and Sabu that we had some of the devil's letters and were willing to share some with. And um, Rob didn't partake in the devil's letters with us because it had tobacco in it. And he didn't want uh, tobacco. He only wanted pure green. But did Sabu care? No, he did not. So he partaked in the, out in front of the exhibition centre at uh, 2 o'clock in the afternoon. That was the. I remember that day because Jules said to him, "He goes, um, oh, Sabu, just a quick one. You know, with your headdress that you wear, yes. when you, yeah, when you compete, do you have the same one, or is it a new one every time?" And he said, "What? Oh no, that's just the bed sheet from the hotel. That's I just usually grabbed it before." The, yeah, in that raspy voice that he had, it's just the one from the uh, hotel room, man. And we're like, "Okay, cool." It was. It was <laughs> kind of cool that was that that yeah. day to um. Well, we would have been like nineteen meeting these guys. Nineteen, twenty. I think you. Were, I think I was twenty. You were nineteen. Then. Yeah. Oh, there's Terry. Is Terry Taylor? Look at that. What's the rooster going to do? Now listen here. I'm an absolute <laughs> stooge. I will tell. Every, I will dive on everybody. But you need to listen. I used to be the rooster. Don't fuck with me. I'll take your fucking eye out of the abyss. Jesus. That's it's a great so thing serious too, like, you have Terry Taylor on you. With his arms crossed looking mean. No. I'll fuck you up. Don't come near her. Alright, Terry. With Abyss is selling as well. Like he's very yes. his facials with his ma his mouth gasping open, the eyes. It's always worked even when he was doing the Joseph Park gimmick. Um he's always been a good reaction. Good sell, like Kane meets mankind in a big guy. Yes. But a very good athlete. Look at him go. Here we go. Rolling. Oh, is he going to do it? No, I can't do it. He's too... Nope. He's too big. Nice. Slams it down hard. And I'm trying to think Janice actually came from... I don't know if it was Mick Foley, but I think it might have been something to do with Mick. Because Mick had the 2 by 4 in barbed wire, 
And Abyss was using that, and I think he either made his own weapon or Foley ended up giving him his own one, which was eventually the uh, the uh, Janus nailed board bat. So yeah, yeah, that's a that's a very fucked up weapon. That's like something out of The Walking Dead mm. or some type of movie where you know it's going to inflict some serious pain on someone. You can see the scars on his tattoo. I remember you telling me about his wars with uh, Cebu in the past. Jesus. Jeez, off the ladder. Oh, he's going by the throat. Look at this. Watch this. Yo. Yo. So it's basically the first one to get Janus and use it as a weapon and then pretty much win by pinfall. Yeah, and it's um, for the championship too. Yeah, for the championship, yeah. of course. So you can use the weapon after you get the weapon. If you choose to use it, you can then get a pinfall and become champion. That ladder's still set up. <laughs> Bishop, I'll just go over here. Yeah, you don't want to mess with... Watch out, watch out. Splat. Oh, God's sake, Van Damme. Ooh. I remember seeing Van Damme do that when he had that match against, um, I think it was Jeff Hardy at SummerSlam for the, was it SummerSlam? I think it might have been, or Invasion. Yeah, yeah, yeah. no, well, they wrestled twice. They had a ladder match at SummerSlam and just yep. a single hardcore match at Invasion. And it was, yeah, it was that same ladder shot. I think it was what's for the it, hardcore top. What's oh, in the bag, no, no, no need oh, for this. Oh, good Lord. Look, not just Taxel. Not just tax. Watch, there's something else in the bag. Look, he's got two things. Jesus. Yep. He's got meth. (laughs) Look out, guys. Tax and meth. Here we go. (laughs) RVD doesn't smoke meth. He smokes marijuana. He smokes the devil's lettuce. What's he going to do? Is he going to superplex it? RVDs, oh, be careful. Just zoned out, man. Huh? What are we doing? <laughs> yeah, what's going on, man? Oh, be careful, be careful, be careful. Oh, my God. Oh, he's finding him. Oh, I'm worried. I'm worried. Oh, careful. Oh. Oh, shit. Oh, no, 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 no. What is he doing? Sunset. Sunset Powerball, man. That's all on his ass, too. Yeah. And his lower back. Jesus, mate. Is uh, Rob Van Dam still going today, in the, isn't he, in Impact? No, no. He, he left shortly after the whole thing with Joey Ryan being there, when that whole okay. cancel culture thing come out, and he was like, dude, I'm out. I'm not, I don't really want to be associated with you with yep. all, the, all the allegations I'm moving on. He's yep. considered under a Legends contract, I do believe, with WWE after being inducted in the Hall of Fame. Yep. Uh, but I don't believe he's, you know, he's kind of like Flair at the moment. They've, you know, Flair before he left, really. They're under contract. They do appearances and stuff like that. Maybe advise, but... Jesus Christ. Lord. Yep. <laughs> Would you like a lying down bed, El? No, I'm good. I'm okay. I don't... Oh, he's doing that with no... Bare hands. Bare hands, mate. That's barbed wire. Watch the perfect slide across. Ready? Yoing. There we go. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Perfectly in the middle. Shame there's no... It's surprising there's no blood yet, you know? 
mm. thought Bess would be bleeding from the arms or Robbie be bleeding as well too. But again, I don't think I've really seen um, RVD in his whole career bleed. I don't know if he got. I don't know if he bled at um, even one night stand. Look at oh, oh no, because he his head's in it. His hair's in it. His hair is tied up. It is. It's coming with him. Where are you, Rob? There, all right. That's oh, good. What a legend! Fix him in the what face. A, what an absolute friggin' legend he is. Mm. Oh, wow, well done. Joseph Parks, you friggin' legend. His forehead has a big chunk, like where the... Actually, look at it, you can see it on his uh, left side of his... Just above his mask line. Fantastic. I was going to say, you were asking about no blood, and here's the blood now. Yes, I want to see him bleed. <laughs> fuck him up, bro, fuck him up. Fuck him up. <laughs> oh, in that southern draw, that would be beautiful. Yeah. There we go. Now we got. Oh some, man. Now, now we got some juice. I don't. I don't think RVD needs to get that man. Just go for the pin. Hit him with a five star. That's it. Yeah, there's no need for that, Rob. You don't need it. Oh shit! Oh shit! Oh my god! Oh, Jesus, mate. Yep. His feet buckled, didn't it? And then it just. Was he meant to go through the ladder? I I think so. Oh my. Oh my oh. freaking god. I think it was either meant to be a spot where he stands up on the rope and then falls down. He wouldn't have flipped, though, but it was meant to be a. Look at Terry Taylor shaking his head. Stupid youth, what are you doing that for? Why couldn't they have just gone one on one for the belt? What's the, you know, what's this uh, stuff using the? Oh, here we go. The, what is? Thank you, Boulders. Be taking my bat. Get it. Oh. <laughs> here we go. <laughs> so, it's starting to get, it's starting so, to get awkward now. I didn't like it, and I'm starting <laughs> to yell at. I was going to start yelling at you. Fucking get him! What do you want me to do, El? Does it does it come off, Tom? Or does it come off? I, I El, this is ten years old, eleven years old, man. Shut up! Ten years. Come on. What do you want from me? You're Bischoff. Um, that's one thing I didn't tell Forget you before. Forget you. At midway through this match, when they were outside, what was it? Uh, Bischoff was going one, two, counting them outside. At the early part, I remember watching it the other day. And I didn't tell Alan about that, but he counts them out. At the beginning, I'm like, Bischoff, it's no rules, mate. Just you dumbass. <laughs> One. Look at that bass. That that is a. That's like seriously something that you can get in a horror movie game to take down the main villain. Look at that. That's just house timber, with all the house nails shoved in. Uh, you need to take a. Te- Why did he point at her into that? He's like, you! Mm. Dun, 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 dun. Oh my freaking oh. god. Oh, it's stuck in now. What are you looking for, dude? What are you doing? Oh, chair. Okay. I'm getting some classic ECW Van Damme now. Oh my god. Oh. 
a great matchup. Look out. Oh, shit. Oh, oh. oh that, look at that thing. Listen. Oh, my God. Is he going to do it? Mm-hmm. He's in position. Yes. But see how Bischoff's just getting right away? He's not in there. He's just letting him go. That's cool. Oh, oh he's using that, is he? Here we go. Yep. Yep. And the chair, Elf. <laughs> Holy shit. You want me to do it? All right. All right, I'll do it. See you in hell. <laughs> oh, my God. You're kind of like, oh, how, do you, how, how are you going to do it? Damn. Here we go, Al. Three, two, one. Oh. Oh. oh, look at him. Joseph Parks, it's like he got shot in the head. Van Terminator with the chair. Look at Terry. Dexy, you said it's like, I'm glad you fucked him up. <laughs> Fuck him. Yeah, look, oh. look at this. It's like he got. He got shot in the head, man. Seriously. Fantastic. Five star frog splash. Here we go. Boom. That's it. One, two, three. Good work. Clean. Not really clean. Not blood and tax, but. <laughs> thank, thank goodness. I was about to look at you there and go, clean. Okay. Whole oh, effort show. Yeah, I did love his, uh, his song in 19, eh? It was really good fan participation in the, in yep. the chance of it. Because WWE was just that one-of-a-kind and off you went. Yeah, that's one-of-a-kind, bam. But his ECW song was um, uh, Pantera's... Oh, yeah. I hate myself that I can't remember it, but mm. yes. This is a cool little team up here. I never, I didn't know these guys work together. Yeah, well, eventually Taz would go here with the whole, yes. um, what is it, uh, Aces, Aces and Aces. But it very much is like SmackDown meets WCW, like WWE guy, WCW guy, also ECW talent. Like, they work really well together. It's like, um, for a brief time, um, Jim Ross and Taz mm. would do this. It's cool. So that's... And did you see on um, the AEW show, I think a couple of weeks ago, they announced what the announcing team for um, Rampage. So what have we got? Um, Mark Excal- Henry. Yeah. Excalibur. Excalibur. Yeah. Uh, Taz. And, and Jericho. Jericho. Yeah. So all wrestlers. <laughs> Sorry, Tony and JR. Catch us later. Who's now? Is it Hogan? Yep, here he comes. Hogan's got something to say. Hogan knows best. We've still got 15 minutes uh, left. Oh, okay. You, you can leave now, uh, Rob. Yeah, you, you've forgotten now, dude. Come on, you get Well, it's it's to do with RBDL. Oh. oh, is it? I want you for the belt. Really? What? Big boot. Leg drop. One, two, three. So you got machine guns getting interviewed oh. in some really dark corridor, but... And that was... Okay. Someone could have 
lit a match or something so we could see. Do, what you, they do you know doing. why they're showing? You know why they're showing this? Because they're gonna get all the shit out of the ring. No, Hogan must pose. So. <laughs> no, they're cleaning up the ring because there's glass. There's there's a couple of ladders. Yes, Hogan must pose totally. But I would imagine it's to clean out the ring. Why is it so close? Is this like a, a new camera style they were trying, was it? It was one of those, the, like, the realism, like the reaction, like the backstage uh, right there. We've caught you as you've come through. We're not ready. You're not ready. How are you going? <laughs> we're going to put this fucking camera in your face. Fucking talk. What are you doing, talk? Uh, what the uh, hell? What are you doing, Shane? Just do it. Start saying their real names. What the hell are you doing? Why are you calling me by my real name? That's not my name. Well, what they're also promoting is after this Impact would finish, there's a new show they're debuting called Impact Reaction, which was like a 30-minute recap interviews. They asked talent backstage kind of stuff, and they're promoting okay. that because that starts after this. Okay, cool. Uh, so this is a lot of Hogan must pose. Let's clean up the ring. Okay. That was a, gl- that was a great matchup. That was. That was very yeah. cool. Hats off to these young fellas. Very cool. Might even be a future TBK vault, I reckon. We might put that up next year for a vault. You just love putting stuff in the vault, don't you? Because there's so much in the friggin' vault, Elf. How many episodes are we up to now? Uh, 110, I think. Jesus Christ. should get a this, friggin' this hobby. Is... Guys, this is how big our vault is. I feel like Scrooge McDuck swimming through my gold coins in my safe and just spitting the money out of my mouth. That's what we have in the vault, Al. That's the fucking grossest thing you've ever talked about our show. They yes. ever think that I like to spew it out of my mouth. <laughs> Put it in my mouth. But we think as kids, when Scrooge McDuck used to do that while swimming, to us, we're like, oh, that's funny. But you couldn't imagine putting coins in your mouth now and spitting them out, knowing that's where coins big, have gone. That's a big no-no. That's that's not COVID safe. Which I must say to you, Gold Star, you're fully vaccinated now, aren't you? Yeah, got it fully done on Thursday morning. So I've had well both my vaccinations, guys. So, yeah, I think Mine's I'm a 95% uh, success. We'll just have to see how we go now. Mine's next week as well, too. Nice. My partner and I uh, doing it together. So gold star to everyone who's doing it. And if you're not thinking about doing it, just have a think. Think mm. about it. And if you're against it, you know, Shove, go get a fork and shove it up your ass. I've got no time for you. And uh, oh, here we go. A bit of New Japan action here. Yeah, we should definitely do some machine guns. I reckon the uh, Generation Me matchup that happened with the Max Buck and Jeremy Buck, the Young Bucks L. The goons. The goon squad. Well, all I'll say is, Al, they're one of the greatest tag teams in professional. You watch your, you watch your whore mouth when you say that <laughs> shit, okay? <laughs> the best tag team in the entire planet will always be the Anderson Brothers. Ooh. Mm-hmm. Okay, well, that's it. that's me. That's me. Arn Anderson, Ollie Anderson, my two faves. This, this is an ongoing joke, I'll say, guys. There's my dream tag team matchup is the Gemini which are the Shane Twins and the Dicks. You know, those two facing off, maybe chucking the heartthrobs. 
that should be a good uh, three-way, I reckon. Hmm. Calm yourself down. Just, just calm <laughs> yourself, all right? Man, they just love that. So much talking about the Motor City machine guns here, guys. But it's yeah. like, you know, you think there hasn't been a lot of in-ring promos tonight. Like, if we were doing a SmackDown or a Raw or a Nitro or a Thunder, you would have had at least, what, out of a 90-minute show, 50 minutes of maybe promos, skits, backstage stuff. So, yeah. yeah I must say, yeah, there has been a lot of wrestling tonight, which mm-hmm. is cool. I'm not complaining one bit. But, yeah, there is just... Yes, we know how awesome the Mercedes machine guns are. They're, they're very good. Mm. But while we're watching this part, you know, we'll mm. wait for Hogan to get in the ring and then we'll start talking. Gaming, yep. what have you been gaming? Uh, I have been doing a lot of playing of the Fortnite. Uh, the big season's coming up there. Uh, thank you to one of my uh, people that I follow on the Twitter. I can't really give you a shout-out because we've got a bit of a hush-hush relationship when it comes to getting the awesome promotional codes for a certain uh, singer that came out and a new skin that came out just the other day. So thank you again, sir or madam. I got the Aranda Grande skin in the Fortnite. That's right. I'm a hairy man with a beard playing a game that's sort of been promoted to children. And I am here now, nearly 37, playing as a very beautiful young woman, Aranda Grande. Oh, here we go. And so, yes, and I've also been playing quite a load of um, this cyberpunk as well, too. I'm back on playing it. Are you continuing a uh, an old yes. save, or are you doing a new file? I am continuing a very old, old, old save. It's almost mm. been, last time I played it, it was almost a year. My game told me. It's and crazy. This is yeah, with, yeah. And this is without bugs now. It's no, And it's kind of great to go back and play it again. Yeah, there's, been nice a, there's been a lot of updates recently, so you are probably getting a good game with no bugs. I will tell you a, a fun little thing. I was actually playing it the other day with my partner. Well, my partner was with me in the room, and I went to change my clothes, and so I took all my clothes off. <laughs> I and think I, I know was, what's coming here, guys. Yep. And she got to see my game penis. My game, and she looked at it and went, she just stood there for a minute. It's, it's, you know, she's sitting next to me and goes, is that you? I said, well, it's not meant to look like me, but, yep, that's my game of penis right there. She goes, mm, balls are a bit big. I went, excuse me? <laughs> the balls are a bit big. She goes, yeah, balls are a bit weird. I went, balls are weird, babe. She went, mm, okay. And she went back to her phone, started going through Facebook and whatever, finding funny memes. So I just put on the, my... I found some new clothes. I actually got some uh, promote, I guess some codes that actually got me some new clothing. So yeah. Oh, Alan. And we got Hulk Hogan in the ring now talking. Let me tell you something, brother. Talking up the. Yeah, RPG. I've been doing uh, what is it? Lots you? and lots of Need for Speed, man. I've just, I don't know what's happened. I've just got right into all the car stuff. Like, I'm not a fan of Fast and Furious. I can't stand those movies. But the Need for Speed game series, I love. And I recently signed up to EA Sports. I've got a membership there where you get a catalogue of EA Sports games for, like, no cool. price at all. It's $6 a month, but you get all the games. So I've got, like, Need for Speed Payback and 
I'm playing Heat at the moment, but Payback I just finished, and I'm like, yep, <laughs> the moment I finish it, I'm like, yep, take it off the PlayStation 5, yep, download Heat. So I'm straight into the next game now. So good. Like, to think how realistic games are now with driving. Like, the mechanics, the reflections from the sun shining onto a car, the rain hitting the car, the damage to a vehicle. I'm like, this is how games have come so far from, like, V-Rally and, like, Cruising USA to where it is now. It's fantastic. You should do some streaming on that, bro. Well, let's hope I don't have internet troubles, guys. That's probably my big thing. Yep. Oh, hang on. We've got a couple of people coming out now. So yeah. Hogan's talking about, yeah, the success that was the Hardcore Justice 2010 show. So you would have, what, Tony Mamaluke going by the name here, Tony Luke. You've got Tommy Dreamer leading the crew. I think yep. you would also Stevie have, Richards. what, Stabu. Yeah, Stevie Richards. Yeah, Foley was there. The Dudley Boys, Rhino, Lil Guido. What do you think of Dreamer in a suit? Don't like it. Don't <laughs> like it. Don't like it one bit. Tommy. Looks, looks like an executive. It looks like he's got a court date. You know? Sabu and... Um... Wow, yeah, Bill, this is... Bill Alfonso. Bill Alfonso. Talk about a when worlds collide here, man. Mm. It's to me, I was, I was watching the other day, I'm like seeing Sabu and Hogan in the same ring at the same Are time. Are they going to shake like, hands? What? Sabu and Hogan? I remember a while ago, Hogan giving, um, what's his name? Mick Foley shit for being overweight. Mm-hmm. And he was in the gym working out all the time. And here's Mick Foley over here um, eating the bags of M&M's. Yeah, I did see on social media when I was I was looking at this event, people saying, "Oh, it's weird seeing Foley and Hogan shake hands based off their history." So yes. quite interesting to see the dynamic between the two there. So, my goodness, it, talk about you'll never see this in WWE. There was no way they would allow this. How strange looking that now, thinking as we talked about Sabu and the Bear Treat guys that would have come from the local hotel there in Orlando. Something he just found at the back on the catering table. <laughs> you guys using this magic trick pulls it off. The food still stays. I need that now. It jacked up Stephen Richards too. Big time, big time. What's your take on the EV two L? Um, it's just good to see the ECW boys get some work. Mm-hmm. I mean, they've probably done their bits with the WWE and, you know, that some of them got treated good, some of them made some bad decisions and now they're in the, in a company where they're going to get used, which is kind of mm-hmm. nice. Well, many of them were already under contract. I know Tony Mamaluke was brought in, Bill Alfonso was brought in for a short bit and to think Tommy Dream is still there now. Like, you would almost say he's like, I would say he's the, the heartbeat and the conscious of TNA. Like, he's behind the scenes he's a talent on the screen like he's still going out there you know every week trying to put on great matches and he's happy to go let people go over him which is good because you need Damn. to push the young star it isn't about you always being in the spotlight um rvd yeah. giving tommy dreamer a kiss oh lights are out and who do we have l um nothing's okay we still got that Oh, someone just hit. Holy shit. What? So what we have here is Fortune, Ric Flair's team. 
Taz just sweared. There's Raven coming down. There's Sandman in the crowd there now. What the hell is going on? So what we're really getting here is Fortune, led by Ric Flair, want the EV2 group out of TNA. Oh, my God. Get him out of there. Get him out of here. Oh, no. Everyone's drunk uncle at the barbecue. (laughs) G'day, guys. It's Uncle Sandman. Internet. He's helping. Yeah. Oh. yeah. Can someone help me over, please? Jesus. Oh my God. Oh my that was a- that was AJ. No, was it AJ or Doug Williams? I think. That's right. Doug I think Williams. It's Doug. Yeah. He he didn't. Let... <laughs> oh my God. He's. Oh, what is, is that glass? Yeah, he's his, uh, his beer bottles cutting up Tony Mamaloo. What's he doing? Oh my god, why is the Biss back? Oh my god, he's going to take RVD away. Look at these shots just trading blows, man. This is hardcore. These ECW, oh my god, Dreamers cut. Yeah, it was really dead. This is again, like, Fortune hated, hated Hulk Hogan. So this is Flair's plan to drive out, you know, EV2. Hogan wanted to bring him in. Flair wants him out. So where's Nate? Nate ain't coming out as well. Yeah, or... you'll you'll see him shortly. He'll come oh, out. Cool. He'll come out strutting and laughing around. Oh my god! Ken's area in there. What's Frankie? Is it? Oh, holy crap! Batter up! Hey, here he comes, Nate. The nature boy, Ric Flair. Jesus, Doug. Oh, Raven, Raven bloodied up too. He's definitely cut. But what a combination. It's really what WW, WCW, ECW, what Raven, Flair, Hogan, Dreamer, Sabu. Oh, we've got screen, we've got screen and screen here. What's going on? Oh, my God. Yep, he got him. Oh, my God. He murdered him. Laying in a pool of just holed up Van Damme body. Oh, look at Flair. Look at oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I love Angry Flair, man. Well, I love Ray. Your fault. You did this. What's he doing? Is he going to attack Dixie? Is he? Oh, man. Oh, my God. There's real blood. We've got... Okay, I complained before about where's the gems? There's now that they gems. There's juice everywhere. Oh, my God. They go off like this? Yeah. Ooh. Well, Good gravy, go, guys. Good gravy. Noises brown in water. Oh, my God, man. So as I touched on what I did say before, yeah, Van Damme, this is how they <laughs> wrote Van Damme on. out. This is how they wrote Van Damme out. This was, uh, the, I think he was stripped of the belt the next couple of weeks, and then there was a tournament, you know, the Bound for Glory series to crown a new champion. And then eventually we got the they was revealed, you know, to be Hogan, Bischoff, and Abyss, and Jeff Hardy working in yep. partnership to rid Dixie Carter. But... What do you think of that one, Al, before we finish up? Oh, that was cool. Very cool. Good matches all mm. around. Very nice um, to see that right there. And that, again, during that time, this is the Bischoff and Hogan era of the of impact in TNA. Very cool. Uh, that, it, that ending was brutal. It was like a... <laughs> like yeah, a murder it, scene. It was like a murder scene. It was, it was like a full-on a gang attack. Like the ECW dudes were just laid out, like 
non-stop, just blood and guts everywhere. Very cool. I was just going to get my notes up because I think eventually it did lead to, I'm thinking it was a lethal lockdown matchup that they end up doing with the EV2 team and uh, Ric Flair's fortune. I'm just going to pull up the card really quick so we can see what happened next. Yep, sure. Okay, so the next pay-per-view was No Surrender 2010, which took place on September 5th, and that was mainly built around the Bound for Glory series. But look at this matchup on the card. Doug Williams successfully defends the X Division Championship against Sabu. Oh. Yeah. He had Rhino defeat, no, Abyss defeat Rhino in a false count anywhere matchup. Um, and AJ Styles defeated Tommy Dreamer in an I Quit. So they were the main matches, you know, involving the EV2 and the Fortune Group. But eventually, here at Bound for Glory in 2010, which took place on the 10th of the 10th, 2010. Um, it actually featured a lethal lockdown, which was Raven, Rhino, Sabu, Stevie Richards, and Tommy Dreamer with Mick Foley defeated AJ Styles, James Storm, Kanzerian, Matt Morgan, and Robert Roode with Ric Flair in 23 minutes and 38 seconds. Crazy, man. That is fantastic. And Very I would actually cool. love to do a Bound for Glory because we actually haven't done one yet through in our podcast, guys, so we'll see what happens there. Wicked. All right, guys, uh, before we finish up this this uh, month, we want to give a shout-out to not one but two great podcasts that we support. We want you guys to support them as well. So here are their promos. I'm Agent Scott. And I'm Cam, the provocateur. And together we are the Spy Hearts Podcast. Every Tuesday, we decode the best and the worst of spy cinema to decipher if they make the knock list. That's right. The knock list is the need-to-see official classics of the spy genre. The best of the best, so to speak. Nobody does it better. From Born to Bond and Powers to Palmer, you can bet we will cover it. So subscribe now and revel in the audio equivalent of a smooth martini. Just search for Spy Hards, that's S-P-Y-H-A-R-D-S on all major podcast apps. And let's just hope you find us before we find you. Everyone knows a lot of things can change in the span of 10 years. But when it comes to professional wrestling podcasting, one thing is still guaranteed. The Shining Wizards is the only place to get all the latest wrestling news, interviews with the greatest guests, and of course, tons of laughs in discussing the world of wrestling. The show is still available on Monday nights at 7 p.m. East on RantDMRadio.com and Rant Entertainment Media on the TuneIn app. And it's still available on all podcasting platforms. To check us out, head over to ShiningWizards.com where it's still wrestling talk and talk about wrestling. Well, guys, you know what time it is. Alan's left the room, so I have to give a bit of a readout of our sponsors and affiliates. So Rogue Energy is a premium energy and focus supplement designed to optimize your mental and physical performance. And if you check out RogueEnergy.com and use our promo code 2702 at checkout, you will get 10% off products. Next one I want to talk about is Luxie. So Luxie can enhance your performance with their analog grips. These grips can be used on your PlayStation, your Xbox, and your Nintendo Switch. And if you visit Luxie.com and use the promo code BRO247, that's BRO247, you get a total of 15% off products. Up next is Triumph Chairs. So Triumph Chairs is a gaming chair company specializing in comfort and performance. Visit TriumphChairs.com and use the promo code BRO247 on checkout to get 10% off products. Up next is Clinch Gaming. 
clinch gaming manufactures custom professional gaming controllers that you can use on your xbox and your playstation and use our promo code bro247 on checkout to get five percent off products up next is player one coffee so player one coffee develop coffee recipes custom tailored to gamers creative developers and just about anyone who really enjoys a cup of coffee and lucky last is victoriouseyewear.com so victorious eyewear developed blue white blocking gaming glasses designed to eliminate digital eye strain and help you maintain comfortable and focused visiting uh, victoriouseyewear.com and use the promo code BRO247 at checkout gets you 10% off so again shout out there to victorious eyewear player one coffee Clinch Gaming, Triumph Chairs, Luxy.com, and Rogue Energy. All right, guys, we are at the tail end of what has been a great wrestling companion for wrestling companion number 69, and we're on our way to number 70 coming up in a few weeks. As we said, guys, it will be a SummerSlam, but check out our Twitter to find out exactly what SummerSlam that will be. You can check us out on our socials at Instagram and on Twitter at the Brocast, T H E B R O K A S T, and also download all shows on Podbean, Apple iTunes, Castbox, and a range of different podcast providers. Any closing comments, Al, before we finish up? Uh, thank you, everyone, for listening, taking your time to download this show yet again. We appreciate everything. Uh, shout out to you, Tom, for what you do and getting all this show organised. Again, I just sit on my ass here, guys, and watch wrestling and insult Tom every now and again. Um, <laughs> uh, just do the safe thing, guys. And again, we are doing it. At this this is sixth time for us down here in in Melbourne, Australia, Victoria, with the our sixth lockdown here. So hopefully, we can all do the right thing and you know wash your hands, social distance. If you're sick, go and get tested. It's the right thing to do. If you don't like the idea of the vaccine, just try to do the right thing and try to think of others. Don't be selfish. If you're doing the right thing and doing this and the vaccine, good on you. I give you a a social distance high five, air high five, or an elbow, as the uh, people are now doing. So, yes, thanks, everyone, for listening. I think you were going to say, I'll give you a social distance elbow drop from the top rope. I like to do those to the people that are not doing the right thing. <laughs> oh, yeah. I going to say, real macho man, point of the elbow style. Mm. So. Freak out, freak out, fuck you, elbow. <laughs> and on that, that note, guys, as we say each and every episode, good morning, good afternoon, <laughs> good evening, all. Good night. guys thanks for sticking around now we're going to go back and listen to a classic tbk moment
So where's he, Dylan? So this, so Lars Sullivan's from uh, West Miss West Westminster, Colorado, yep. Los, uh, Las Easy Vegas. Easy for you to say. But his residence is from Cleveland, Ohio. What the fuck was that? What's that? What have I told you about accents? What did I do? I didn't do it. You hurt my arm, then. <laughs> you hurt my arm. You then. smacked my arm. What have I told you about doing accents? I'm allowed to do whatever I want to do. Shut the fuck up. Yeah, stick your shit out. <laughs> I'm just waiting for the day, guys, when Tom cracks the shits one time and just like, fuck off, I'm, I'm sick of it. Can you just save it? Just save the file? Save the file. <laughs> that time I sounded like a man. <laughs> that that one time you sounded like a man. 